Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Waterglow Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben and Indigo. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about denial. It ain't just a river in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Um, I think for me, like, uh, I've heard, like, about denial a lot. Uh, you know, for like a long time, and I, I, I think I, I never really realized that I could do that myself. You know? Oh, like go into denial? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that in itself is denial, right? Like yeah. when you're like, oh, not me. I don't go into denial. Everybody else does, but not me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I think I, I don't know. I, I think everybody does it at some point or other. You know? Oh yeah, in some way, yeah. Yeah. There's there's so many different like layers to denial, different kinds. Mm-hmm. Like there there's so many different ways to deny your personal experience and your knowing and your truth. I you know, like my first experience with denial with awareness was when I had that moment of clarity and I saw like the interconnectivity of all things and understood that highest truth that we're all connected. We're all one, uh, different expressions of the same thing. I immediately went into denial Mm -hmm. because my, and it was my psyche's way of protecting itself because I was not mentally strong enough or prepared to handle understanding that level. So without me even realizing it like not with intention I went into denial and this happened several times when I would reach that space of knowing Mm -hmm. and it eventually got to the point where it was happening with full awareness and as the denial happened I was like no wait what no go back I want to (laughs) know I want to know but your denial your mind does it really on autopilot kind of and you got to find your way back through all the illusions and lies to see it again right right it's it's like you hide it from yourself yeah yeah Uh, that's uh most of my experiences with denial have been about how i've felt about certain things yeah you know like get like i don't know like uh, so something happens and i'm just like "Eh, i'm fine whatever you know right but you're not just roll with it you know but like what actually happened was that I was suppressing my emotional reactions and I felt. yep yep and oh that stuff just gets stuck yeah and if you don't acknowledge it and allow the how you actually felt about the whole thing to come up mm-hmm. then it just builds up yep yeah it's like I don't know if, if emotions aren't felt they just stick around right and they call for your attention mm-hmm. in various different ways, right? And it gets a little bit, a little bit tricky sometimes trying to figure out like, like, why am I suddenly so angry for no reason whatsoever? That's exactly you know? what I was just about to say. Like a lot of times, I can acknowledge that I'm suppressing emotions when I get angry for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. Like there's no actual trigger. It'll be like a thought or something that touches that thing I'm in denial about, and. Mm-hmm. You're just like, rah, no, don't touch that. Don't expose that. I don't want to know. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to see it. Right. Exactly. And, you know, it's it's like whenever I heard about denial, I was like, wow, that just that sounds dumb. 
you know? Right. Like, but why would you do that? Why would you lie to yourself? Right. Exactly. Exactly. But like, it's, it's something that just happens subconsciously a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like so, a, it's like a reflex. Right. So for you, it's like you just suppress it and go about your business. Like for me, my brain like creates a story to justify why my denial is, uh, what, is actually there instead of the truth, which is what I'm hiding from myself. Mm, yeah, m- mine is mine is definitely different. Um, I, um, I can't like intellectually or logically lie to myself, so right. I just like shut it off. It's like you know, you know, so somebody does something like deliberately hurtful, and I'm just like, eh, you know, in the moment, I'm just like, well, fuck that guy. Yeah, I right. don't care. Yeah. But I do care, apparently, as I find out like way later. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I angry? And then like all of a sudden this thing comes up and then I actually fully feel the emotion and then it's gone. Yeah. As soon as you allow yourself to experience what you didn't want to experience at that time, mm-hmm. then it, it eases up and goes away. Right. Have you ever experienced not wanting it to like not wanting like you want to stay in that state because. Oh, sort of. It's it's a little bit like I don't know how to explain this. It's, it's very confusing and um, rather uncomfortable, honestly. That like I can I can often feel myself like especially when I'm like grumpy about something. It, it's and it, and you know suppressing something, and I'm all uh, like in a kind of a cranky, grumpy space. I'm just like I could I can feel. Part of my brain being like, fuck that. I don't even want to get better. I just want to be angry. Right. And, and then like, yeah, I could, I can kind of feel another part of my brain just kind of like looking and being like, uh, do you, you though? Know, yeah. Do you? Be like, yeah, I know, I know you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be done with your tantrum in a minute. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, for me, I, my denial works differently. My mind creates a narrative. To, to justify mm. why whatever I'm avoiding is meant to be avoided. Like, mm. uh, for example, that's the best way to talk about it is by example. Like, there we had this friend, right, who went from incredible, like, compatible friendship, uh, higher knowing, all this stuff, to completely engulfed by the shadow and doing some intentionally hurtful things masked as, uh, oh, well, I'm just talking about my feelings. No, no, that that wasn't what that was. Like intentionally manipulating us, our perception, emotionally manipulate, you know, all these things. And my brain refused to accept that that's a thing that could happen. Like mm-hmm. it refused to accept that it's possible we were being lied to or it's 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 possible to change that much that quickly. Mm-hmm. So my brain created this story about how there well there must be like two different versions, two timelines and we're weaving on and off each one and and the mean one is on this timeline and the nice one's on that timeline, but I need to find my way back to the nice one because I don't like the mean one because it's mean and not fun to be around. Like yeah. my brain created this whole story. 
mm-hmm. that makes no logical sense that I have zero evidence to prove is fact. And it's weird to go through denial in that way and watch the stories unfold, knowing with full certainty that my mind is lying to me. And I'm like, okay, but what's the truth I'm avoiding looking at? Right. And it turns out it was just difficult for my mind and my heart to accept that somebody could change so drastically so quickly. Right, right. But once I acknowledged that that's a thing that's possible, Mm -hmm. it went away and I stopped like making up stories or even caring. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, okay, accepted, gone. And that's the thing with denial is once you you face and you accept what is actually there instead of like the lies you tell yourself, Mm -hmm. then the pain eases and you're able to move on. Right, right. Yeah, I think like, uh, the, the only times that I've had like mental narratives and stuff around denial is like when I'm when I'm in a bad space and I know it's because of denial and I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. Right. Right. Uh, a lot of times like uh, my my brain kind of gets into like cranky finger pointing mode. Oh, it's like, yeah. well, it's obviously because this person's being a dick. This person. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, no, I just feel a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes that's all it is. Mm-hmm. You just feel a certain way, and we've gotten really good about just being like, "Look, I'm I'm feeling off. I'm feeling a little cranky." And then I'll be like, "Did I do something?" And you're like, "I don't know," <laughs> but he won't say yes because he knows like we are responsible for our own emotional state. And the same right. with you, it's like, yeah, and it's like you know, the, the, part of why I say when I say I don't know, it's because like I. I can hear my brain trying to tell me that, like, I'm mad at you for, like, some, like, completely made-up bullshit reason. And I'm just like, well, I know that that's made-up bullshit. I don't know what's actually going on. So, I don't know. (laughs) And that's the appropriate answer. Like, when when you're in those spaces where you're hiding the truth from yourself, it's easy to be like, well, it's obviously this person's fault Mm -hmm. or that person's fault or because this person said this to me. But the honest to God truth is nobody else is responsible for your emotional state Mm -hmm. or your emotional reaction. Right. And I know like the, the blaming and finger pointing it's, it's it's all like psychological self-preservation techniques. Right. You know, it's like, it's rarely intentional. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's like the, you know, some, some of these things are like really painful to face and experience. Right. Or really, yeah. really unpleasant. And I don't know, sometimes they're like kind of like change your worldview a lot. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Some of the things that that you deny, you deny because you're not prepared to accept it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. because it can completely reshape your reality. Mm hmm. And, and change everything about how you view your entire existence. So, like like I said, I went into denial several times mm-hmm. the first time I saw these higher truths. Yeah. And it just takes some time and practice and a lot of patience and softness and kindness with yourself to, to dig through the illusions that you created, the lies you told yourself, the stories, and find what you're hiding from yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I understand the uh, um, the self preservation thing too, because like I don't know, I, I feel I feel like sometimes the things that we hide from ourselves are things that are kind of like deeply entrenched in like mental structures, kind of oh, like yeah. the the default mode network and stuff like yeah. that. So like suddenly trying to like tear apart your brain and put it back together, it uh, it can get a little dicey. You right. Know? Yeah. Um. You know, it's like. 
you can bad trip kind of exactly <laughs> kind of yes. stuff yeah just like that you can mentally shatter somebody you know yourself mm-hmm. if you're not fully prepared for it right right and you know that uh, kind of gives me a little bit more patience i guess when i see other people that are obviously in denial about something i just oh, like yeah. you know eh, well they'll figure it out when they're ready or not yeah you know? and and it's okay to like hold space for someone that's in denial just don't um allow them to manipulate you or force you into denying your truth and what you know to be true to validate mm-hmm. their lie when they're trying to convince you to accept their delusion as your truth while they're in denial, it's to validate their delusion as truth Mm -hmm. because they don't actually believe what they're saying. It's okay to hold space for someone in that space and help them sort through it as best you can. Just don't validate it because then you're pushing them deeper into denial and by validating their denial as truth when it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not right. Yeah, and I've noticed like since um, um, it, it seems like since the the terms um, narcissist and gaslighter have kind of like you know narcissist and gaslighting since, since they've kind of become a little bit more um, into the public awareness, mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> it, it's really interesting how often I see just like people being like. Well, this is obviously a narcissist. This this behavior is something that a narcissist does. This person's a narcissist, and like right. overusing it to the point where it's like almost meaningless. Yeah, now. they've devalued those uh, words. It's yeah. just like calling somebody racist or transphobic. Mm-hmm. It's just a, another programmed insult. Yeah. They're trigger words. They're mm-hmm. meant to, uh, you know, there's a bad. Uh, mental association with the words narcissist and gaslighting. So mm-hmm. when somebody's hurt, they'll be like, oh, you're a narcissist. You're a gaslighter. Mm-hmm. And it's to try and hurt you back. Right, right. But but like, I don't know. I, I think like there, there's a big difference between actually gaslighting and um, kind of uh, defending your denial. Right. right. Yeah. It's a huge difference in, um, I guess, the motivation. Because, like, I don't know, actual gaslighting is deliberately on purpose. Right. right? Yeah. To with fuck intention. with somebody's head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The intention is completely with, different. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, like, a lot of these things that I see people calling gaslighting is actually just someone who is in denial. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. A great example is when you got called a gaslighter, mm-hmm. it was because. Uh, everything was basically fine with the conversation. And then you were, uh, you expressed a painful truth that you knew you didn't even want to say it, but you knew that in order for the relationship or the friendship or whatever, the connection to be mended, you had to speak up on something Mm -hmm. that was not pleasant. And as a result, you were called abusive gaslighter narcissist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When that's not at all what was happening. You weren't messing with this person's head. You were just being Mm -hmm. honest, but, And that was actually something that I was in denial about, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's hard, hard to admit to you. It's hard for me to admit to myself that I'm feeling certain things sometimes, you know, right. It's like, you know, I would rather not. So I pretend I don't. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you've gone through that with me. Like you will spend weeks sorting through your own shit. (laughs) <laughs> to make a hundred percent sure that it's that it's not yours before you come to me and you're like, 
hey, so this thing you did bothered me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like, it's really hard because it's like, I don't know. It, I, I've had so many people in the past just like hold on to shit for like no reason as like ammunition right, in, in yeah. like a fight or something. Yeah. It's like, you know, some something happens and they get cranky and it's like, hey, you remember this thing you did like five years ago and like, fuck you for that. Right. And yeah. like, oh, okay, why didn't you say anything about it before? Right. You know? And I don't want to do that. But at the same time, I don't, I, I don't want to just like start spewing bullshit that my brain is trying to tell me is a problem right. when it's you, not. You, you know? want to make absolutely sure that right. this is the issue mm-hmm. before you speak on it, which is what you did in that situation. Right. Right. And it ended up triggering the person. And mm-hmm. as a result, instead of accepting that you were being honest about how you felt, they went into denial and created this mental narrative around why that cannot possibly be true because you're a gaslighter, a narcissist, mm-hmm. yeah, and all these things that are not true, which uh, let's be real. If that were true, that person would have left the connection with you long before they did. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not true. just the moment you expressed a painful truth. Yes. Denial makes man. I'm speaking from personal experience. Denial will have you making up the most absurd stories that make no logical sense there's no evidence to prove that it's true. It has no basis in reality, but you're like, yeah, that's got to be it. Can't be me. Can't be something I did. Yep. So, so that's absolutely it. Oh, I figured out. I know, I know why, why there's a difference. Um, okay. So I think that um, like the difference in how we handle denial, right? Right. Like, like you have mental narratives and stuff and I, I just like blank shit out. Yeah. You know? redacted I, yes exactly <laughs> it's like a freaking cia document yep. in my brain <laughs> redacted redacted yeah exactly but uh, i think it's i think it's because like i i spent so much time in my head like ever since i was a little 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 kid like i was always exploring my own mind all the time right it's like it doesn't stop constantly exploring so like i don't know i i, I think like if I tried to spin a story, I would know it's bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And I, I think that, like, the the stories and, like, you know, I was saying, like, when I get cranky, I get in, like, finger-pointing mode, but yeah. I know it's bullshit. And it's uh, it's that sort of, like, self-preservation thing. Like, look anywhere else except here. Except for yourself. Right, exactly. Yep. Where the actual problem is, um, like whatever it is that you're in denial about, whatever it is that you're suppressing, it's in you. So look everywhere else. Right. Don't look, don't look, don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I think like, uh, I mean, it it takes a lot of practice sometimes to like recognize when you're in denial. Um, Yeah. One of the things that I do for myself a lot when I find myself following those mental narratives is like sometimes they'll run without my awareness and then I'll catch it. And I'll be like, this makes no fucking sense at all. <laughs> and so I'll stop myself and I'll evaluate the storyline that's running in my head. and I'll be like, do I have evidence to prove that this is true? Mm-hmm. And then I, I look through what has happened 
I look through my emotional state, my emotional reactions, what I was thinking at the time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if I can find no evidence to prove that that is actually true, I'm like, damn it, I'm in denial about something. Because yeah. a lot of times when you're in denial, you don't actually realize that you are mm -hmm. because you've chosen the lie as your truth, the right. story that you told yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I know for me, like with the denial about feeling certain things, right? Um, and I, I think like, it kind of ties in with like repressed emotions from like the past. Yeah. Um, I've, I've noticed with me, like one of the key ways that I realize that I'm, that I have some repressed emotions from something a while ago is when I start getting unreasonable emotional reactions to certain things, you know, like mm. I know how I emotionally react to certain things. Right. Mm -hmm. And if I have some emotional reaction that is completely uncharacteristic, like totally unlike me right um that's usually a good indication that it's not this it's not the thing or the situation that's make that that like triggered that feeling it's some sort of similarity right it, it's touched the wound right right it's like something rem like subconsciously reminded me of the thing that you're in denial that about. i'm in denial about right yeah right yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Sort of like a lot of like symbolic association and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think like that. I don't know. Um, I think I remember hearing this quote from uh, Manly P. Hall. He said when um, something like when mankind learns um, the language of symbolism, a great veil will fall from their eyes. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with that. Like. Um, things make a lot more sense in you know psychologically if you understand how your own interpretation of symbolism works, mm -hmm. right? So like if like uh, like dream interpretation stuff like right. that, right? Like yeah. if, if you have something coming up in dreams, then um you can analyze things that way, and you know e even with like those the those situations like I was talking about where it reminds you of something from the past, right? right? Yep. You have to understand how the current thing that is triggering the unreasonable emotional response sort of... Ties in. Yeah, like like how it like represents symbolically represents what the actual before. issue. Right, and yeah, like mm -hmm. the situation that represents what happened before, it's not that you're upset or in denial about what's currently happening, it's that what's currently happening touched what you went into denial about long ago that's similar mm -hmm. to this situation. Right. So that you can actually use that as a tool to heal and find the, the truths that you denied from that initial situation by looking at it by using the current situation that reminds you of that situation to unfold the illusion and sort through it and find the truths that you went into denial about with that other thing. Right. Exactly. Yep. Right. So, and it, that kind of ties into like the cycles and patterns, like 
until you collect the lesson, we everybody has heard this cliche, some variation of this cliche thing. And until you learn the lesson, the lesson will continue to change faces and return to you. And mm-hmm. it's true. Unfortunately, yeah. it will happen again if you do not sort through the issue now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for your benefit so that then you'll have it'll happen again and you'll have to heal the first time, the second time and that time. Right. Um, and that's in your favor like it reminds you of what happened before because it has happened before right and this is you didn't collect the lessons from that time so the cycle returned and now you have an opportunity to unload that to to make the right the proper more beneficial decisions find the truth of the initial event unfold the illusion and then when the cycle returns again it may pan out differently for you Right, right. Yeah, and, and like, you know, not, not, I don't know. It's like a lot of times the, even if a, a situation comes back up, right? If you've healed the, and dealt with like your, your uh, whatever you're carrying around that, that caused problems last time. If, if it comes up again, it's just, it's easier to deal with, you know? Right. Like you don't have the, strong emotional reactions you're just like oh i remember this i know how to handle it exactly yeah, yeah. and and yeah you yeah. you live and you learn like mm-hmm. mistakes were made and success happened in other areas and yeah the pattern will ease and become less painful and more successful the more you're willing to look at your own role in it and not allow your denial to cloud your entire mind and judgment right right and, or like in my case my denial <laughs> making me feel like really really awful you know oh yeah 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 because that's that's not fun right you know just be like getting like super angry for like no freaking reason or and, so you thought yeah yeah exactly but we were able to use that for good we found mm-hmm. some like old 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 traumas yeah and yeah. brought them up for healing mm-hmm. and now you have you know how to identify like oh this anger is because I'm in denial about something. I better find it. Yeah. Sort through it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, anger has been kind of a big one for me lately, <laughs> it's, uh, which is a little uncomfortable, but um, and it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like some, sometimes anger is just um, like a cover for something else. Like uh, I don't want to feel upset about this. So I'm just going to feel angry instead. Yeah. You know, I've seen that a lot. Yeah. I've yeah. done that too. Yeah, and I don't know, sometimes it's just pure anger. Yep, Um, just mad. Yeah, and it it happens. I don't know, sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between like... Denial, anger, and actual anger, yeah. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, it's helpful to pay attention to your thoughts around the emotion. Like, if you were just thinking about something that you're upset about or something that happened and you get angry it's highly likely that there's something in that event that you need to explore in order Mm -hmm. to find the source of the anger the anger is likely masking something else pain sadness whatever Mm -hmm. or it could if there's no thought attached to it then it's just anger right but if there's a thought that goes along with the emotion I always trace it and see if I could figure out if the anger is stemming from whatever the thought was. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That's very helpful to like, you know, pay attention to the patterns. Like, 
what happened right before what happened what what happened during you know right and and that that gets a little difficult for me because like i don't know when i get angry it kind of like clouds, clouds your judgment. yeah it clouds my judgment and clouds my mind and my memory too yeah so it's just like yeah i just get like really angry about something and i'm just like what the hell am i even angry about yeah i don't even remember yeah <laughs> Just like I, I'm just like sitting there, kind of like stewing, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna go chop some wood, yep. you know, <laughs> like, or work out, or yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets, if, it gets a little confusing. A pressing, if it's a pressing issue, it'll always come back up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah denial is super tricky though, because mm -hmm. we, I mean, we are master storytellers, mm -hmm. humans, our minds, like even people who don't realize they're telling stories they're the best storytellers because they believe the own there's the stories that they tell themselves mm -hmm. so well that they don't know they're telling themselves stories right yeah so we're master storytellers and if you create a story that you can make make sense to yourself and to others especially if you can get others to agree to it then you're solidifying your denial mm -hmm. and you're locking it in place one of the ways that really helped me when I was trying to find my way out of denial about some of the higher truths is um, try to disprove it. Try to disprove mm -hmm. the story that you're telling yourself. Genuinely try. If you can't bring yourself to try and disprove that story that is keeping you in those negative mental loops, it's because some part of you wants to stay in those negative mental loops. And you got to be honest with yourself about that. Mm -hmm. No, you got to be honest about the fact that you want to be upset. And once you can get honest with yourself about that, you can process and figure out why am I keeping myself in this miserable state? And then once you've worked through that, then you can start trying to disprove your own mental narrative mm -hmm. and see if you can change it, change the mental narrative from a negative to a positive, from a, oh my God, this person hurt me really bad to, well, they hurt me really bad and that sucked. But then I, I realized that I learned this and that I learned how to do that. I learned, you know, like find a way to give the situation gratitude mm -hmm. and change the story in your mind and you turn it into a positive and it'll be much easier to lead yourself back to the truth and out of denial if you it can enjoy the process instead of keeping yourself miserable by telling yourself the same lie over and over and trying to prove that lie to yourself by getting other people to validate it for you. Right. That's right. so unhealthy and toxic mm -hmm. and it'll keep you in a really dense state for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I think like with 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 me is it's it's more that like um um it's it's more about like kind of feeling certain things, allowing myself to feel feelings. Right. Yeah. Right? That that I would honestly rather not. You know? Right. Yeah. Um. But it, it's um. It's easy. It, I don't know. It's easy to blame other people for a lot of stuff. You know, like you were saying, like, uh, like you know, this person hurt me, right? Um, right. And I don't know. I, I think like since since I've kind of started on this journey of kind of understanding myself, uh, understanding other people is a lot easier. Um, but that, that gets a little tricky for me sometimes. Cause it's like, 
Um, I understand why people lash out and things like that. Yeah. You know? why, why people do hurtful things. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a balance between like, you know, forgiveness. Like, you know, I understand why you did that. That's okay. You know, I mean, not okay to treat me like that, but you know right, what I mean. Yeah. No, it's like um, you forgive for yourself mm-hmm. mostly, but yeah. also to set them free, you know. Right. Hey, I forgive you for what you did. Um, but you don't like if somebody inten- there's a difference between unintentionally hurting someone and intentionally. Like if somebody yeah. unintentionally hurt me, I, I will give them another chance and, mm-hmm. and I'll work through it and explain how it hurt me and blah, blah, blah. But if if it's obvious that they were actually trying to be hurtful and masking it as whatever, mm-hmm. uh, no, I don't want anything to do with you again. Right, right, exactly. Is I mean, same, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I understand why people do hurtful things even deliberately, and right. I forgive that too, but I still have boundaries. Right, exactly. I, I guess what gets tricky with me is like, um, I, I've, I've noticed that I have to kind of keep an eye on myself with that because uh, I have a bad tendency to invalidate my own emotions yeah. because of it. It's yeah. like, no, you can't be angry because you understand where this person is coming from. And that's where it gets so frustrating and tricky. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, this is like a great example of duality too, allowing your shadow and your light. Mm-hmm. Somebody hurt the man that I love recently, right? Mm-hmm. On the one hand, I understand why they hurt you. They hurt him. Why they hurt you. I understand it was hurt people, hurt people, projecting, yeah. denial, all sorts of stuff. But on the other hand, bitch, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a balance. Like I get it on the one hand. Yeah. Like I can empathize. I understand. Yeah. But on the other hand, if it was your man, this would be going very differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm still human. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, it's it, I think it's important to like find that balance. Like, you know, it's it's okay to feel angry. Like don't take it out on the other person, you know. Right. But like yeah. you know, but and and then again with that, it's like that was between you and somebody else. So I right. just sat on the sidelines mm-hmm. and was like, "All right, babe's got this." If bitch tries to come for me, that's my <laughs> green light to let my shadow play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like I don't know. I, I, I've caught myself a few times just like kind of not allowing myself to feel hurt or angry about things because I understand where the thing came from. You know, right? I understand where certain actions come from, and it's just like, eh, I'll just not to be angry and that's not healthy either right know? suppressing and going into it's the yeah. form of denial yeah exactly there are so many different forms of denial mm-hmm. the lies we tell ourselves those are the worst ones <laughs> yeah you know? yeah and then it's like another form of denial is like when you don't want to be mad at somebody so you blame the next closest person oh well they obviously hurt me because that person made them hurt me it's yeah. like no that. <laughs> makes no sense at all yeah I've, I've seen that happen a few times where it's like you know you, you can you can be angry at somebody just keep, and just like you know feel it let it go you know right yeah yeah exactly yep oh uh, yeah mirror, holding mirror. on to that stuff is 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 not not pleasant either right 
Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy mm-hmm. to to release it, especially when you're in denial about it. You can't release it while you're in denial about it. Right. You're going to keep running the negative mental loops. You're mm-hmm. going to keep making that story is going to expand to the point where it makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the people you're trying to get to validate the lie for you, they're going to be like, you this doesn't make sense. This has no grounds in reality at all. And you're Mm going to end up pushing a lot of really good people away from you. Like it's best to just try and face it. Mm -hmm. Try as hard as you can to stand in front of that mirror and find what you're hiding from yourself. Yeah. Cause it's there. Mm -hmm. And and that story is just, it's gotten ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, even if you can't, like bring yourself to or or you can't find what is actually going on that you're hiding from yourself just understand that it's that 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 is it that it is denial you know yeah it's like well i'm obviously in denial about something should That's probably okay. figure that out yeah or or just and, move on if yeah. if you want like save the game and try a different level yeah. like <laughs> you can come back to it later mm-hmm yeah. Just let it go and try exploring a different side quest, if yeah. you will. Yeah. And if it's if it's important, if you need to deal with it, then it'll get definitely, definitely make itself known. Oh, yeah. It'll show up in your new side quest. Like, yeah. <laughs> if it's something that needs your attention, it'll call for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, for me, it's like it, it just gets really uncomfortable. You know, oh yeah, just, yeah. If if there's something I'm in denial about that doesn't matter, it just stays in the background. You know, right? If it's something that I need to actually deal with, it gets really uncomfortable. It shows up in everything. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really uncomfortable for you. It's uncomfortable for the people around you. Yeah, you know, it's weird when you can see the patterns mm-hmm. and stuff. Because there's been times where I know that you needed to face a trauma or something and I could feel it manifesting in me like to be expressed through me so you could see it and I'm like nah mm-mm, make it stop <laughs> but it goes along with my lesson too to mm-hmm. express these things to see to experience to acknowledge to release right right and you know sometimes that's all it is is that like you need to you need to face something and work through it and release it you know? right exactly yep so yeah, denial in the stories we tell ourselves. Um, another good sign, th- I'm speaking from experience here, so like I'm not calling anyone out or whatever. Um, another good sign that you're in denial is when you hyper-focus on something. Like uh, when you find a target to blame for your denial and you find yourself obsessing over it, whether it's a person, a situation, uh, identity trait, uh, you know, whatever, something. Mm-hmm. When you find yourself obsessing over it, like, oh, this is the reason for my misery, this is the reason, then that's a good red flag and mm-hmm. indication that you are in denial about something. You're you're denying facing something that that thing represents to you. And mm-hmm. you can find your way out by looking deep into that thing with instead of anger with understanding, with empathy, like see if you can understand why you're hyper-focused on that one thing because right. it represents something completely different 
that you need to face. Right. Yeah. And I know like just reminded me like childhood stuff. Um, my, my, my dad was in denial about a lot of stuff and like, I don't know, he, he would blame us for like, it, it, like he fully believed that it, it believed it when he would like, you know, he had this like giant tool shed full of tools. Right. Right. And like, he would he, he would constantly complain about how messy it was and uh like i don't know my mom like cleaned it out and organized it and everything and like the the all of us kids were banned from it right uh, yeah you and weren't like, allowed don't, in don't it. go in it anymore cuz you know y'all y'all keep messing it up and throwing the tools everywhere and all of this stuff right so we stayed out of it for like like a month or something and then it was a freaking hot mess again right and my dad was like those damn kids Right, and you hadn't even been in there. Yeah, my mom was just like, they haven't even been in there. Exactly. (laughs) you. It's denial. Like, he didn't want to take responsibility for his own role and his Mm. own suffering. Yep. So he blamed the kids. Yep, yep. And that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I've, um, it's it's really weird. I I know that it's bullshit when my brain does this stuff, but, like, I've caught myself a few times just, like, you know, I can hear my hear my hear my thoughts, and it's like well, obviously this is because of this 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 person, whatever, right? Right, and yeah. it's like no, no, it's, it's not. No, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's not. It's all you. Yep, yep. But we other people, right? Yeah. Sometimes we need to other people in order to face and deal with something internal, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Just yeah. Do your best not to make your othering their fault or their problem because they didn't do anything to you. Mm -hmm. You know, they are representing an aspect of yourself that you are denying. Yep. And that's really all it is. Mm -hmm. And once you face, embrace, accept and integrate that, you won't hate them so much. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And, you know, so, so sometimes it's not even like, I don't know. I think like. I think a lot of people kind of buck at the idea that like, you know, at at that particular idea of oneness. Right. Like, yeah. Like there's no way, no way. Yeah. And then you experience it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I I don't know. Like, I I think like sometimes, I think sometimes it's, uh, like I said, like a symbolic representation. Right. 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 Sometimes it's something that is within you. And sometimes it is the counterpart of something that is within you. The mirror. Right, exactly. Right. Like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, um, I don't know, if you if you throw a ball and somebody catches it, like one person is the pitcher and one person is the catcher. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't work without that dynamic, right? Exactly, yeah. Right. And, but, but like the person that's throwing it isn't catching it, it but like they're both needed right. to have exactly. that experience. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like, it, it's like, I don't know, like, um, I, I guess like a burglar and a victim, right? Like the 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 person that gets robbed isn't a thief, right? Right. That's that's not <laughs> that's not what the we are one thing necessarily means, right. right? But but like you can't have that particular experience without two different sides of it exactly. if that makes sense yeah yeah it's like 
if somebody incarnated here with the intention to experience being a victim, there needs to be someone to be a perpetrator. Be a perpetrator. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, once you decide you're no longer the victim, there's no longer a perpetrator. Right, right. <laughs> but you have to decide that. Like, yeah. So long as you want to be the victim, there's always going to be a villain. Yeah. And I, I've seen some um, cases of just inventing one <laughs> where yeah. there isn't one. You'll you create know? villains where there are none. Yep. You'll, yeah. When you decide that you want to be a victim and and you'll convince yourself that it isn't that you want to be a victim that you actually are but that's not the case that's denial um you will create villains where you, where there's friends there's mm-hmm. people who could help you teach you guide you in all many many different ways but some part of you has decided to label them as a villain and yep. you will always be a victim in your reality in your mind so long as you decide, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, anybody who who doesn't like me is obviously a villain. Right. Yeah, That's not the case. It's not reality. They've never done anything to you. It's just what you've chosen to define, how you've chosen to define it. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like we're saying, like, if you could step out of the victim role, get out of denial about it, stop boo-booing you know oh poor me these people are so mean these people who are just living their life i'm making everything they say and do about me you know like (laughs) it's that's how you're creating your reality you're making it about you it's not but you are making it about you because you want to be a victim Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm again speaking from personal experience once i caught my mind doing this i fixed it i i redirected the thoughts into a positive i decided i was no longer going to be a victim to anything and then i wasn't right yeah yeah exactly and like it's it, it, i don't know I, I know that like you know when i was younger i i used to definitely have a lot of like victim mentality um just you know overbearing parents and I was not particularly strong-willed I guess so I just kind of like took, took a lot of a lot, a lot of shit personally um right and so you know kind of getting out in the world and into some very unpleasant retail environments uh kind of like duplicated a lot of those experiences right you know yeah overbearing bosses taking shit out on me and I'm just like internalizing it and all of that you oh know? yeah Overbearing um, bosses do a lot of damage. Yeah. 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 That's not fun. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Like, I don't know. Uh, for some reason, like, when I started taking Kung Fu classes, it just stopped. Interesting. Yeah. Because it was like, I don't know. I had this one boss that was like, like, six five or something. Yeah. And he used to, like, lean over top of people when he was talking to them. Um. Ugh. Just as like this domination thing, Ugh. right? It was super creepy and gross. That's, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I wouldn't want to work for someone like that. No. Yeah. And it always made me like really uncomfortable. And then I, then I started taking Kung Fu classes for a, a while. And then he started doing that with me. And I just looked at him. I was like, wow, his balance is like really, really off. <laughs> so you took the exact same situation and you turned it into a positive. You yeah. transmuted it. Yeah, that's ex- awesome. Exactly. I just looked at him and I was like, man, it would it would take like two pounds of force to knock him on his ass. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared better. of this guy anymore. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. 
And I, th- I think a lot, uh, I don't know, I, f- I feel like a lot of like victim mentality is just fear, you know? Right. It's just like you're, you're afraid of what somebody else could do. Oh, know? yeah, absolutely. Which, you know, is understandable because it, like we're, we're told that. Right. And the, the real kicker is when you're coming out of victim mentality, you realize that, that you're afraid of what others are capable of. But mm-hmm. then you have the revelation that the only reason that you believe they are capable of doing to you what you think they're doing to you is because you are. Mm-hmm. And that the whew, that is another thing I went into denial about several times with is realizing that the only reason you can believe that they would do that to you is because you are capable of doing it to someone else. And that, ooh, ooh, that's not a fun one. That's not a fun one to accept. Yeah, I um, I rejected that one for a very long time, up yep. until fairly recently. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I always had like this, like, you know, there, there's no way I could ever be an asshole, you know? Right. Or I, I could never do this or that. Right. And, you know, the yeah, I mentioned in the last episode, like, we, I had like those great mirror moments. You yeah. know, and ooh, ugh, that was some stuff that I saw. I was like, oh, wow, I actually am capable of being a total dick. Um, but when so, you're aware of it, yeah, you can make sure it doesn't happen. Right. At least not by accident. If right. I have yeah. to be an asshole, I will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I much prefer not to be. And yeah, you really don't want to mess with people who are capable of keeping that under wraps. Because when yeah. you push them to the point where they decide, okay, it's time for me to let my shadow play and, mm-hmm. and let it out. Yeah. They can do so with precision, precision and control. And right. it is not from an emotional reaction state. Right. It's from a controlled state. Right. And you are fucked when that happens yeah especially if you're an emotional reaction kind of kind yeah yeah it, but yeah it's, it's like you know i have absolutely no desire to be a dick you know right um so yeah. it, it, i only am if there is if i don't see any other choice i have no problem being a dick when it's called <laughs> for like i will put on mm-hmm yeah I will, I will get cunty yeah. if I need to. You know, I just, you know, I match energy. Like I'm capable of ignoring it. I'm mm-hmm. capable of just being like, okay, yeah, I get it. Projection triggered, you know, whatever. And, and just being empathetic. But sometimes, you know, every once in a while someone touches the wrong button yeah. or, and I take that as permission to be like, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's brawl. Let's do this. But Mostly I keep it under wraps. Yeah. But yeah. if I ever want to play, I will. And I'm honest about that. You know why? Because I don't hide my shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I own it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just personally, I don't, I don't like it. My, like what I, what, when I have acted like that, I'm just like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I, I much prefer either, either taking the high road or being really, really snarky. Yeah, it is a I, lot more fun to, okay, when I say Conti, I first will give you the warning shot like you do, mm-hmm. where you intelligently and logically read them mm-hmm. and let them know about themselves kindly. But if they keep pushing, you do it a little harder, a little more, uh, a little tougher, a little cuntier. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I'm really enjoying using that word lately. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, not you don't have to be a dick about it. Like when mm-hmm. I say like I will let my shadow play, I don't mean like I'm going to go cut a bitch. 
right not literally anyway <laughs> but i will cut the cord between us mm -hmm. and not feel bad i will not feel guilty about defending myself should i choose to right right and i don't think anybody should you know right if like, you come for me yeah then i'm gonna do what i gotta do yeah exactly yep yeah I, personally i just like i prefer to, to not right you know uh, I'll, I'll just walk away you know yeah. if, if necessary you know right which is nine times out of nine and a half times it's basically 10 out of 10 <laughs> that you always just walk away you, yeah and and that's almost worse than getting any sort of reaction to have somebody just be, just nothing you yeah just you push him to the point where he has to and it takes a lot to get you to that point too oh yeah yeah. For him to nothing you, you had to do something really fucked up. Anyway, but that's almost worse to get no reaction because you know mm -hmm. they just, they're done. Yeah. They're done and you don't even get defense. You're just done. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I've, I've, uh, I don't know. I think I've always kind of been that way. You know, just been like, just roll with as much as I can. And right. then at some point I'm just like, nah, I'm done. Bye. You yeah, know? <laughs> which is like, well, just, you know, just don't push. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It, people who want to play games, they're not going to be compatible with you in a friendship or anything more. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's really all all it is. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be like, oh, shame. One time, shame on me. Two times, shame on you. Three times. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I, I don't do the whole games thing. Right. I like to know when games are games, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Playing games and presenting them as genuine is not cool. Yeah. Nah. Ew. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Denial. Yes. Sometimes people are in denial about that. They play games. Mm -hmm. They fuck with your emotions and they, they mess with your head and they're like, oh, it's just trauma or triggers yeah. or whatever. But no, it's actually emotional manipulation in games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's like you know, I've 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 had uh, I've been in a couple of relationships before where it was like just straight up emotional abuse, and yep. it was just like um, they genuinely didn't realize it. They they, they were they in were denial about the fact that they were being abusive. Yeah, and and yeah, that's one of the things that I noticed is like. If you can blatantly use somebody's trauma as a manipulation tool, a weapon, mm -hmm. and a way to get them to talk to you, to control them, then you're either really, 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 really mean and a horrible, horrible person, or you're completely unaware of what you're doing. Yeah. 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 It's uh, really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should wrap this one up. It's getting a little long and rambly. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waterglow podcast. You can find us at podcast.waterglow.net. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Deezer, pretty much anywhere where you can find podcasts, we're probably there. If you'd like to support the show, you can become a patron on patreon.com slash waterglow. If you'd like to contact the show, you can contact us at podcast at waterglow.net.
Thank you for listening, everyone.